The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is officially live in Ohio. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports anytime and anywhere right here in Ohio with DraftKings. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with code CONTEST will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings has the best features including same-game parlays, player props, and more with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can use code CONTEST to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CONTEST. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER 21 and over and physically present in Ohio. Valid one offer per first-time depositors who have not already redeemed $200 in free bets via pre-launch offer. Minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as bonus bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. See dkng.co slash oh for terms. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly Stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I'm, as always, Alex, and I am joined by Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Hey, Alex. Uh, this past week, I've been too busy. Excuse me, I was burped because I drank a lot of coffee. Um, this week, I've been too busy playing Super Smash Bros. Ultimate um, to do anything else. Also, I, I was playing Castle Crashers with my friends. Have you ever played Castle Crashers? I don't think so. Great game. Absolutely wonderful game. Um, it's from like 2008. It, it was a childhood game. My friend was like, hey, we should get this for the Switch. And then we got it for the Switch and then we played it. And it was a great time. Um, but yeah, I have watched some wrestling. Um, I watched some Sendai. Sendai Girls doing really good. Love Sendai Girls. And yeah. I also watched some yeah. Stardom. Um, okay. So here we are. Solid. Um, so in Stardom, uh, they did announce quite a lot recently. Um, so they they did a press conference not long after we recorded last time because of course and um i think we can just run through some of that on the topic of reviews for the show uh, i think we did get one review but it it kind of just echoes a lot of the other sentiments so i don't see much point in reading it out it's it's going to get boring if every show starts with you getting dragged by a two-star review so um I think we're going to pick the more spicy ones going forward, you know. That sounds smart. That sounds smart. And it also sounds good for my mental well-being. Um, I'm not got It's already in the dirt. Like, let's yeah, it's, it's it's really bad. It's it's very, very low. 
um, yeah. on a normal basis. But, you know. Though I will say, having people defend me feels kind of nice. You know? Like, like you know, there are people who are like, yeah, those people are stupid. I'm just like, I appreciate that. Thank you. It feels kind of nice. Uh, one of the first announcements made by Stardom is that on March 11th of this year, there will be a show called New Blood One. Uh, the, the aim of this show is basically to showcase the uh, young and upcoming talent in the Joshi scene. So this specifically will feature wrestlers from stardom and also wrestlers from outside stardom, which is obviously the most interesting part there. Um, the venue, I believe I found it, the Shin- Shinagawa Intercity Hall. Uh, it seems to seat about 700 people, so it's a fairly decent size for a, a rookie showcase, uh, if that is the correct venue. Um, and yeah, basically everybody got their licks in because it was like, ah, oh, great, uh, Rossi is is scouting that next golden gen already. <laughs> it's like, send send your best so they can get poached. <laughs> everybody had a good time. Yeah. Um, I, I, find, I think it... Uh, uh, th- this is a conversation that is being had more and more is whether Rossi is being like kind to other companies and like he's like being more open or he's being more open to like claw away at all of their people. You know what I mean? Like if he's opening his arms just to rip everything out or if he's just opening his arms to be a homie, you don't really know. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what he does. I hope it's that he's just, you know, doing it out of the knowledge that it will you know, drive business up if companies work together. But it's also possible that he's just about to like murder just tap out by stealing all of Taka's girls. So uh, Yeah, well yeah. I feel like it's quite a layered thing. Um and obviously like it was I got in my jokes on Twitter as well. Um I do feel like it's a lot more layered than just, oh he wants to poach everybody. Because a lot of these promotions are run by his friends, you know, like Chigusa Nagayo and him go way back. I assume him and Kyoko are on good terms, uh, him and yeah. Jaguar. Um, I, I'm sure him and Taka have some kind of relationship based on the, the Micah signing and the fact that they sent talent to JTO. They seem to be on good terms there. Like, I don't think this is a guy who wants to run his friends out of business, to, you know, like that's mm-hmm. that's not to me what his goal would be. Um, like, yeah, maybe he'll poach from TJPW or Ice Ribbon without, without remorse, but, like, that's whatever. If people want to leave those promotions, that's their choice. And he's not friends with those owners, so he has no real obligation to not poach anyone. But I don't see him wanting to kill off pro wrestling Diana. You know, I don't, I don't think that's his, his goal here. Um, so I think it's, it's kind of a... There's a lot going for it, because the way I see it is... If he showcases all of this talent on these shows and people are like, hey, you know, we get to put some of our wrestlers on this stage on a stardom show, it could drive business for us. And that might be something that he wants as well, because you're going to help them build up stars that can eventually you can work with down the road. You know, I mean, uh, say that. Diana sends Madeline, right? Everybody likes Madeline, mm-hmm. a lot of potential, yes. really charismatic. And she goes on the show and she gets a lot of fans for Diana and people are really won over by her. Diana pushes her and she becomes a star there. And then down the road, Rossi's like, okay, well, you know, hey, I want to, you know, bring Madeline in to do a quick feud on uh, some of our pay-per-views. 
and there he's helped build a star. Somebody else is paying that down the road he can go, oh, hey, do you want to, you know, have some big money matches here that will draw for me? So that part of that is probably his thought process of if I can help other people build stars and build these relationships, then down the line, I'll be able to bring in these wrestlers without having to pay them for, you know, whatever, however many dates it is the stardom runs. I won't have to, to pay them full-time salaries. I can just say, hey, let's do a cross-promotional thing. They can come in. I'll pay them this much. And then stardom gets a, a match with a star from another promotion against one of theirs. And um, like you're building up those kind of big drawing matches for the future then with that kind of thinking. Yeah, and I think I think that's one thing is the outsider versus stardom trope is really well done and like it's one of the most consistently uh liked, you know, stories that Stardom does. I mean, if you look at back to Yoshiko and Nai coming back, that was huge, obviously for more reasons than just their outsiders, but that was a huge deal. Um and ever since then, I mean Marvelous coming in every every time they did was a huge deal. And I think I think you're completely right. Um, if if Rossi can get a couple brother brother deals out of this um, down the line, I, I could definitely see uh, that being the goal more so than just you know destroying Joshi Independence, which I don't think will ever be fully destroyed because I feel like Joshi Wrestling is like sort of um, the lifeblood. If even if you know some don't like to admit it, the lifeblood of Japanese wrestling in general. Um, so I don't think it'll ever you know I don't think it'll ever truly die. Luckily, but it's I, I just don't see him doing that. Uh, one more question to preface, even though this is obviously a month away. Um, who's one wrestler that you want on the show um, outside of stardom? Because I, I have a few, but I'm, I'm just wondering uh, who who do you'd like to see? Um, I was going to talk about maybe a realistic lineup, um, but somebody that I want on the show is obviously Tomoka Inaba. Uh, she's great. Yeah. Everybody knows how much I like Inaba. And uh, she's somebody that could really carry the flag for JTO going to a show like this. Yeah, I feel you. Um, a bit of a less realistic one is um, is uh, Eureka Oka. I couldn't remember if it was Yukari yeah, or, or I think Eureka. she'll be there. I do. You think, think she will? She'll... Yeah. I, I yeah, just I don't know be. how how the relationship with Sendai is currently. Um, but if it's if it's it good, bad. Yeah, I like true. But if if it's good, definitely I want to see her there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really high on her. Um, honestly, a lot of the you know Sendai trainees and uh, yeah. um, Aoi is is that yes yes uh, yeah, I, I always Aoi. forget how to pronounce yeah, that yeah. name Aoi Aoi yeah. Aoi I can't I can't speak. Um, she's great mm-hmm. and she has star power and they should definitely give her a little bit of shine. So yeah, those are those are my couple. Yeah, so I mean, I if we're gonna talk through maybe a realistic lineup for this new blood show, uh, obviously I think the Stardom girls will be there. People like Momokogo is already basically confirmed for it. You'll probably have Hanan on it. You'll have, you know, maybe Rina, Hina, that kind of thing. Uh, I, I think we'll see Rico Kaiju on it. I, I could see her showing up. Uh, maybe they'll do yeah. the big match with Starlight Kid there to, to, to draw money and sell the tickets. I could see... I, I mean, Ai Hozan is probably a lock from, from Marvelous. Uh, she's probably on it. Depending on what they quantify as a young talent i could see maria doing it she's pretty young but you know she's three years in she's already kind of started getting the push marvelous i don't know if she'd count um if she does then it'll definitely be her and hosan from uh from marvelous 
I could see Madeline or Haruka Umasaki from Diana. I know Starlight Kid wrestled Umasaki on a Diana show, so I'd imagine there's some interest there from Stardom and having her on a show. Um, JTO, I definitely think we'll see Aoi and, and Inaba. Uh, they're kind of the most obvious choices. I'm not sure. Some of the other ones kind of work with Ice Ribbon, so I don't know if they'd show up. You know, I know Yanagawa is in Ice Ribbon. I think Kagura was on Ice Ribbon as well, so obviously they probably won't be in Stardom. But I could definitely see Aoi and Inaba representing them on the show. And then, yeah, I think Sendai will send a group. I think Sendai knows how talented their kind of trainees are, and they'll see an opportunity to get eyes on them. So I could see Oka, Kanon, and Manami all showing up on this. Um, but to me, I think that's it. I don't, I don't suspect we'll see Riko Kawahata from uh, T Hearts, yeah. the T Hearts group. Yeah, probably won't see. Uh, Natsumi, she's the the zero one trainee because obviously she's mm. kind of Aja Kong's protege, and uh, as we all know, Aja Kong and Rossi do not have a, a great time together. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much everyone. That you could do you think, think they of. debut? They de- debut the new Star Rookie that they've been teasing. Yes, yeah, that that seems like the perfect place. And Rossi even said it in an interview, I think that um, it, she might debut there, so that's the goal. I'd imagine, yeah. as of now. We, we Obviously, we spent a bit of time talking about this, but uh, Lion Break Project was always my favorite thing that New Japan ever did, where they gave their young lions like a spot to wrestle against independent mm-hmm. wrestlers and just, you know, against the older guys and just have like a little, you know, smaller show, like smaller scale show, and it was always really fun to watch. Uh, I remember I watched Yuya Yuamura's first match ever, and to this day, he's one of my favorite guys in New Japan. So uh, I, I really like this sort of thing, um, and I'm really happy that they're doing it. So that's why we're spending extra time on it. So yeah, I'm really excited for it. Um, like I said, get some Sendai girls in there, and I think they will kill everything because Sendai's trainees are insane, and so are basically every other company's trainees, except for Stardom currently. Because they haven't, they haven't produced any trainees since Lady C. Pretty much, yeah. Um, and the scene is kind of lacking in them a little bit. I feel like the debuts have slowed down. Although Diana did have some new ones there. They had, um, she was trainee Kyoko, but she changed her name. I can't remember what it was too. Um, obviously, I haven't seen her because Diana does pay per views now. But um, yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty much everyone that I could think of. It's sort of a realistic lineup maybe Saeeda returns Saeeda's been been yeah chopping at the bit I could see that but... that'd be a good place to to bring her back yeah She'd I mean she is still kind of the future smaller. so yeah yeah so yeah I'm I'm excited I hope that it doesn't end up being like Starlight Kid versus Reno seven times and you know <laughs> obviously it's not gonna be that but something you know very uninspired but yeah. I have high hopes that's fair um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes down, and obviously it's a it's a pretty big move from stardom, and moving towards, you know, working with other promotions, which will obviously get a lot of people thinking of, uh, you know, AJW working with others, and as we all know, like, Rossi was a big part of that, so I'll have to wait and see what kind of implications this has down the line, because this could be the start of everybody working together through stardom to, to put on these, like, big super shows or whatever, so definitely be interesting to keep eyes on yeah. um 
the other stuff that was announced is that uh, the full card for Cinderella Journey in Nagaoka was announced. So this is the pay-per-view later this month on February 23rd. Uh, some of this card has been changed since, but the dark match is Mai Sakurai versus Wakaskama versus Rina. Jesus Christ. <laughs> They've done that match like 17 times, it feels like. Possibly. Uh, the opener of the show, though, is the Future of Stardom Championship match between Hanan and Momo Kogo. Um, after that is the Queen's Quest team of Lady C and Utami Hayashishta versus Momo Anabe and Ruaka. Uh, it's wild that, that that's where we're at. Very much so. Um, after that, you have Mayu Watani and Tam Nakano versus Saki Kashima. And Fukigen Death. Uh, the... Why? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, why any of that? But I mean, hey, it'll be interesting. Um, the match after that then is a high-speed championship match. It is Starlight Kid versus Azumi. After that is a Ryugoku outpost battle. It is Siri, Micah, and Himeka versus Julia, Mirai, and Tekla. So that's the match that was supposed to happen at Korokan. That had to get postponed due to Himeka's absence the fact that they're doing that match again tells me that there was meant to be an angle of some sort so i would expect there to be an angle coming out of that match maybe the group breaks up maybe himeka breaks off on her own because she seems to be quite on the outs with the rest of ddm so have to wait and see how that goes down um the match after that is suzuki and koguma defending the goddess of stardom championships against unagi saka and mina shirakawa in the main event, well, announced main event, it is the Wonder of Stardom Championship match. It is Sai Kamatani defending against Natsupoi. So, that that was a mouthful. Yes. So, uh, Starlight Kid, during her part of the press conference, was very upset that the high-speed title match was so low on the card. So, she campaigned to Rossi to have the card order decided by a fan vote. And Stardom has gone through with that. So, there's four title matches on the show and you can vote for which one of them you want in the main event so if you really want to you vote for the future belt yes i'm (laughs) I'm voting for the future belt as many times as possible it's gonna be very funny because the japanese fans will be like tearing between the wonder belt and the high speed belt and then like all of the english speaking fans will be like we're getting coco into the main event now yes so uh yes stars stars are light years ahead of you man like let's be honest here um yeah, the, the fan vote opens, it opened already, uh, by the time you guys are listening to this, it opens in a few hours um, from when we're recording it. Um, yeah, I don't think, like, all of these matches sound fine. You know, Azumi versus Kid sounds great, honestly, mm-hmm. but I don't want to see Azumi versus Kid in a 25-minute main event. But I also don't want to watch any of the other ones in, like, a 25-30-minute main event. So I don't know who I'd vote for here, honestly. I would imagine Kid and Azumi might win because yeah, uh, I, I, Starlight yeah. Kid is very popular. Uh, a lot she of the votes do kind of show that. And obviously they have a lot of history and I think that sort of stuff will, um, will entice the, the home audience to vote for that. In saying that though, like the Wonder Belt is obviously fairly built up and Saya um is fairly popular as well and was pushed to the forefront in the last year 
does she might have enough power alone to get them into the main event spot? But I could easily see Azami and Kid winning that vote. That too. I'm also very strong, and everybody knows this when it comes to the Wonder and Red Belt. I'm very strong about uh, you know, placement. Um and how I always believed that the red belt should be over the white belt, and I felt like the white belt should also be over the high speed belt, even though the high speed belt um, historically is my favorite belt in the company. Um, I still kind of feel that way. I feel like Saya getting snubbed would be kind of shitty, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but Azumi main event, though, yes. like Azumi main event, mostly mostly be a kid main event. Let's be real. That that's another thing is that it's like oh well, I want Hazuki in the main event and I'm just like oh everybody's gonna like like then it's gonna be a dictating that's like oh Unagi and Mina are the draws or it's like oh I it's want Azumi in the main it's event pretty true <laughs> yes I know it's true Alex no I know it's true I I I'm aware it's true and everybody I'm aware it's true I'm not denying that they are drawing power that they have drawing power and that wrestlers I like aren't getting pushed as much as the wrestlers that I don't like I know all that gotten to this morning just a bit. Just a bit. Um, I had a nightmare, and it, it just it just kind of pissed me off from the oh, jump. No. Okay. Um, but no, I, I I think assuming the main event is great, so I'm gonna vote for that. Though, you know, if that means that the show ends with an evil laugh from Starlight Kid after winning her first match clean in like six months, so be it, man. <laughs> Heel's gonna heal. Except she's not. She's just going to beat her with the Spanish fly. One, two, three. Yes, because she's better. It's how it works. Um, I'm leaving. (laughs) um, This this show, though, is very much like a B-tier pay-per-view. Like, this is um, this is vengeance on the calendar. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, this is this is no way out kind of. Level no way out was a good was a good pay per view. I like it was, but it was a B pay per view. Uh, yeah. the, the press conference for this was pretty funny. Uh, I don't know if you saw it. Did you see the um the boy and see... Saya did uh had three things of food and two of them I were see filled that. with balsamic or something was it? Um, and so they they got Rossi to join in, and uh, Rossi of course got the one that wasn't tainted. And Poi and Saya proceeded to just yell for like five minutes because of what they were eating. It was as you do. It was very funny. Uh, also, Hazuki looked like she wanted to be anywhere else because Unagi and Mina did like a routine at some point where they did like a big thing and a pose, and Kogumo was just there in the background doing the bear thing because she was vibing with it, and Hazuki was like, "I." please god take me now like open yeah, the big... floor and take me away big man i'm uh, made a made a made a meme out of it that's yes. very true because i am just azuki like that's just that's just me yeah it was it was about momokogo i think uh basically saying she'd be on the new blood show and asking for hazuki to mm. train her and i think that was it um wholesome yeah, the other one was uh, Momokogo blabbing the secret to Unagi, and they all got caught in the act. I think, to be honest, it was there was not a lot going on in these ones. There, <laughs> there wasn't a lot of uh, storyline purpose here to grab onto, and most of the announcements were just like matches for for the future. So, um, Fuka did say it was Kyrie, though. Basically, yes, but as I said, I will not get my hopes up for Kyrie. So, fair. Fuka said that it was somebody that she's known for a very long time and that she's very close friends with and then she's very excited to come back. So unless it's fucking Orisa, 
It's it's gotta be Kyrie. Somebody else said Arisa yesterday, and I was like, "We're not doing this. I'm not." Yeah, no, we're we, not. Like, we're not. It's not Arisa. Not I, even. It's, listen to me, everybody that's listening right now. It is not Arisa Hoshiki. No. Okay. Until okay. we fly the doctor who worked on Rey Mysterio's knee to Japan, <laughs> that is not happening. Because it's weird, right? Like Rey Mysterio, like used to break his knee every two weeks, and then yes. some doctor was just like, they must have done witchcraft on it, and he's fine. It's yeah, he, he's moving like he did like ten years ago. Like he's yeah. he hasn't. It's crazy. Yeah. So uh, we need to we need to get that for uh, Arisa. Although I feel like her issues now are less physical and more so she's just very ill, which is pretty disappointing. So yeah, it might not work. Anyway, that's enough dilly dallying. Uh, we have one show to review. Uh, this was on February sixth in the Sendai Pit. Uh, Stardom Jura. Fairly good, 238 fans here. That's basically sold out. They sold it out well in advance. Um, so fair play to them. Uh, to be honest, the show didn't do a lot for for anybody who was watching it. It was plagued, it. man. It was plagued by like 17 people being absent. Yeah, like it was missing so many people. Like Micah wasn't on the card. Mayu wasn't yeah. on it. Lady C wasn't yeah. on it. Pam, Mai, and Waka weren't on it. So, like, the card kept getting changed, and all the matches kind of got changed, and a lot of the wrestlers were just like, yeah, I had a cool match, and now I have this slop. So, um, it was uh, it was a bit doomed, but we're just kind of going to jam through it, because really, there isn't a lot there that is worth talking about. So, I'm not going to take up too much of your time here. In the opener, Koguma beat Ruaka in just under seven minutes with a roll-up. Um, I had high hopes for this one, and then they just had a pretty fine opening match. So, Rook was grinding a lot. She was indeed. She, she did do a funny pro, pro, pre-match promo where she was talking about hunting bears, and it was very based. Very much so. Uh, the next match then was Suzuki beating Momokogo in just over nine minutes. You I said like you this. wanted to um, pontificate on this one. Yes, a little bit. Um, shouts out Cody Rhodes. No, um. I thought this match was solid. Like, I didn't think it was anything, you know, special necessarily. But it made me realize, it made me look up. This is only Hazuki's sixth singles match since she came back. Um, mm-hmm. And only the fourth that didn't go to a draw. And both of her draws, I found kind of bad. Um, against Unagi and Konami, I was like, damn, that, that under-delivered. Unagi draw opinion. wasn't bad. You need to get over It wasn't that. bad. No, it no, was, no. That, that really one wasn't good. That one wasn't bad, but I wasn't as high on it as everybody else. Because mm-hmm. um, Unagi, Unagi's good. But when Unagi draws, it's like my least favorite thing. And I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, even though I recognize it was a fine match overall. It was not um, fine. But yeah, her it was match... good. It was <laughs> like really Christ, good. Alex, let me continue. Um, okay, I will go back and watch it and we'll see if it was actually really good. Um, but yeah, this is only Hazuki's sixth singles match. It made me realize that, damn, I really need Hazuki to wrestle in more singles matches because I love Hazuki in singles matches. This wasn't her best singles match, but it was a far better assessment for Momokogo than her match with Unagi because I felt like Kogo just showed more um, of her abilities here, and I felt like she felt a bit more comfortable against Hazuki. Um, you know what that what that tells you? I don't know. Maybe that Hazuki is a better wrestler than Udagi, but that's besides the point. Um, and yeah, I thought that even though it went a couple minutes longer than it probably should have, because you know, I don't know, nine minutes for a, a you know assessment match, even though this wasn't technically an assessment match, felt a bit long. I thought it was fine, and I. I do like where this is going with Momokogo and Stars. I think that it really puts her over as like the next big thing when Hazuki and Mayu 
you know, and even Hanan are like sort of treating her like uh, a valid member of the group. Yeah, it's gonna be great when her and Hazuki break away in like six months' time. What? Shut <laughs> up! Just like no, I'm not in a bad mood. You're just like you're poking the bear here. You're poking the you're poking the kuma right now. You're poking Dilkuma. That's that's what you're doing. You're, it's not. You're not. You're not. You're not gonna like this. Okay. I told you I had a nightmare last night. And I'm not in a great mood, and this is what you do. Shut the fuck up! Don't laugh at it. Wasn't that funny? <laughs> Shut up! It was a bad joke for, from Stupid Creative. By Stupid Creative, I mean my brain. It was very bad. Oh sweet Jesus! Okay. Um. All right. Next match on the show was Mina Shirakawa beating Hanan and Unagisaka in a three-way. Um, this was fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, like basically the Cosmic Angels just like did stuff and teamed up and there was a few comedy breaks and Hanan would occasionally hit some drop kicks and and Mina rolled her up. It was quite the mess, which is fair because obviously Hanan is uh, quite young and was in there with Mina and Unagi. So um, that was that. From there, oh, um, Hanan, Hanan said that Mayu is suffering from back pain and not a mysterious ailment, aka COVID. So that's a bit concerning. Uh, yeah, to be fair, I think pain. Mayu said that herself as well that she had a bit of a sore back. So, yeah, but but still, like that's a bit more concerning than just oh, you know, physical condition broadly. You know, like maybe COVID, maybe not. But let's not talk about it. I'm surprised uh, it doesn't happen more often with how unbelievably bad she seems to be at living everyday life. <laughs> Like, if I was as clumsy as her, my back would be constantly in, in disarray. So, I don't know. I'm only, like, half as clumsy as her, and my back is in constant disarray. Isn't that because you slept on a couch for, like, ages? Four years, that yes. Would, that would that will do it. Yes, that's true. Fair. Um, but, yeah, so, the show picked up from there, though. Like, this show, at the start, it was like, oh, this is, this is not great that we are not in for a good time. And then QQ and DDM showed up. And DDM, mm-hmm. as they do, just knocked it out of the park because they are amazing. And obviously they and QQ are fantastic together. So this 20-minute draw between Sai Kamatani, Utami Hayashishta, and Azumi and the team of Natsupoi, Himeka, and Siri was fantastic. Just a really, really good 20-minute tag match. Uh, Utami and Siri no longer feel the need to do the grappling. They just get in Wonderful. the ring 10 minutes in and they just go at it. And then Utami went from working with Siri to Himeka. Great. And they did the the beef shit. They were just yeah. bam, doing the hot stuff. Okay, Jesus. And, and I was like, this, this is why I forgot how much I wanted the Utami-Himeka singles match. And then this pulled me right back in because they are fantastic. Um, and then Natsupoi and Saya were doing crazy shit. Like, Natsupoi did a dive off the turnbuckle onto the stage and I was like, who? I've never seen that before in this Sendai venue. That That's amazing. So, um, yeah, this was just really good. <laughs> if you couldn't tell, I was just yeah. sitting in my chair earlier today. I was like, oh, this is hype, man. This is great. Certainly a good match. Um, I, as everybody knows, I'm not usually one to watch uh, m- matches that go to 20 minutes that don't mean anything. Um, and by mean anything, I mean they're on like house show type 
shows. But I, I started this, I was like five minutes in, and then I realized, oh wait, this is going to a draw. And I was like, eh, I might as well finish it. It was good. I, I was I was actually happy with my decision. I, I was happy that I did not uh, turn it off because it was a draw. Um, in fact, I felt like it kept going a lot better than a lot of draws do. It feels like uh, in, in quite a few draws, it feels like they're kind of like, you know, waiting for the time limit. It felt like they had more to do uh, at 20 minutes. Not saying they should have done more. I think that, that the draw was, was necessary. I do not want the draws to go up to 30 minutes, but I thought that they did uh, enough, but not even all that they could do, and I appreciated that. It made me feel like it was just a match that ended up being a draw and not a match that needed to be a draw. Um, you know, suspension of disbelief and all that. I, I really appreciated that in this match. Um, and yeah, Azumi obviously got heat, or not got heat, was uh, selling the entire time, and I think she's one of the best stars in the company. And that was great. Jumbo just throwing her around. Shuri kicking the shit out of her. Um, yeah, overall, just a really good match. Um, much props to them. I did not watch the main event, so this was my main event, and I thought it was really, it was really quite good. It's fair, yeah. I mean, these two teams always work fantastic together. Like, yeah. there's, there's so much talent there, and obviously they've worked together so much that they all know their pairings inside and out. And so there's so much to do then with the pairings that they could have gone 30 and they would have been fine. And obviously, I'm glad they didn't go 30, but um, yeah, this this was really, really good. If you had to watch one match from this show, I'd probably recommend this over the main event, even though the main event was also really good. Um, speaking of the main event, it was Mum Watanabe, Starlight Kid, and Saki Kashima of Oedotai beating Tekla, Mirai, and Julia of Donna Del Mondo. Um, Boo. <laughs> I was I was made aware I was made aware um, by a loyal listener of the show. Uh, you know Rockvale. Remember Rockvale? Gave us a four-star yes. review and told us to stop yes, swearing. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So Rockvale on Twitter was like, "Hey, uh, Tekla has this three out of ten review on Cage Match from somebody, and uh, it's 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 a really it's they drag Tekla. <laughs> I've never come across anybody who doesn't like Tekla, but this review is just like she is cringe. I hate her. She's worse than the clown. Worse than the really? clown. Yeah. Oh, like, like no, like my friends have said, like, oh, her promos are a bit much or overkill, and that's fair. But like to just straight up dislike her, that's mm-hmm. wow. She has all nine and eights, and then one three. I mean, to be <laughs> fair, she only has like you know six or seven yeah. votes, but still. And um. It's quite funny because the person who gave her a three uh, gave Senna Shiori a ten. Senna ah, yes. Shiori. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, so yeah, we are not ones to drag to drag Joshi wrestles on this show, of course. She wrestled for um, like I've eight never, months. How could he? Yeah, I've 10? never dragged a wrestler before, but like, come on, man. <laughs> That's quite funny. Oh, she was trained not... by Mio Shirai. Tekla yeah. was trained by Mio Shirai, like just like off the bat, man. Come on now. Yes. Um, so I don't know. Uh, somebody really has a vendetta against Tekla, which is pretty disappointing because Tekla is beast. All right, I I don't know who needs to hear this. Tekla is great. Uh, we Tekla here really at Stardom good. Quest endorse Tekla. Did you know she Very makes her so. own entrance theme? She was part of making it. I heard about that. Yeah, I, I heard about that. She posted on Twitter and in the credits, it was it. like her doing it. Like she she did the riff, which is pretty cool. She's so cool. Um, yeah, that is our sidetrack into a. Uh, cage match so that was great don't disrespect uh, tecla come on now. yeah don't disrespect tecla that's that's my thing um she's i've never like i would never have considered her cringy either like she toes the line really well i feel like 
Yeah, that, that's what I mean. I've, I've said this before. If she like joined a way to tie and just like leaned into it full style, I'd probably find it a bit annoying. Um, but I think where she is right now sort of does like sort of walk the line of like, eh, she's not she's not annoying because she's she's just too cool. She's too cool to be annoying. Um, I think if she leaned into it a bit more, it could get a bit cringe. But I, I think she does a great amount of what she does. She's really in her in her in her mode right now. Uh, that she is okay um, damn that i was <laughs> i thought i thought like i left or something i was like what, what the fuck just happened i was just like all right i i agree cool um but yeah anyway onto the match uh this was We're really a good great episode here yes we are oh yeah i wanted to talk about the promo so uh i don't know if i just missed it or if this was the first time they did it but a way to ties promo it was like they had stolen the camera it, and they were just it's fucking not the first around. Time they did it. Okay. It's like the fourth or fifth. All right, that's great. Okay, thanks for thanks for that. Um, yeah. The, it was like they'd stolen the camera, so it was at like a different angle, and they were just like saying shit, like they were just completely chaotic. And I was like, I love this vibe for a way to tie. Like, if you want to make them different, then uh, not cutting promos at all isn't the way. So why not have them steal the camera and then just say shit? Right, like it's it's just yeah. really good. It really fits their energy. Um, the way the tie has become so chaotic recently, like they've gone a lot away from the mwahaha stuff, and it's more just we are chaos. We are going to wreak havoc, and we are going to have a lot of fun doing it. And I I, I really enjoy that energy that they've had. Yeah. Right. Thanks, thanks for the input there. Um, Still a bit too much mwahaha, but I, I, I recognize what you're saying. It's definitely a bit, it's definitely a, a better spot than they were a year ago. Let's say. Definitely, yeah. Poor Natsukotora, they really like gave her the reins and then like took away every chance they had yeah. to really shine. Because Tora should be doing promos before every match. Tora's she's like one of the most charismatic talker. wrestlers in the company. Yeah. Like she, like she's just absurd. And- in terms of that was when they decided to take away promos and also when they had starlight kid uh doing the will she won't she heel turn it didn't have them doing pre-match promos so she couldn't advance that story why did you do this but anyway the way to ties back to in promos and it's great they're showing a lot of character a lot of personality they're getting to really get people to buy into them again and that's really what you want from from all of the groups in Stardom. So it's you know, I just wanted to point out how much I enjoyed that kind of style of promo from them, just because it felt different enough that they stand out. But also, it was just really well done and and a lot better than you know just not doing the promos the the way they used to do it. Yeah, one hundred percent. I totally agree on that front. All right, and then the match itself was really good. I know you haven't had a chance to watch it, but believe me. It is right up there with the QQ DDM match, like as as far as talent goes. Uh, Momo and Julia obviously tried to kill each other. That's their thing. Uh, Starlight Kid and Tekla did some really fun high speed stuff. Like I would like a Tekla high speed match as soon as we can. Um, that might be what they're building to. I, I think they so. might be be double titling the high speed SWA. That would be pretty chill. Because um, kids sort of brought it up. Ooh, which okay. was kind of interesting that. in the pre-match promo that you were talking about. Oh, I completely you missed didn't, that. <laughs> you didn't listen to the to the promo that you just went ad nauseum talking about. 
Yeah. But yeah, she she was like, so Tech was the SWA champion, huh? That's that's interesting. Hmm. And then they went on to talk about like how uh, Mirai was Momo's age or something, and I don't know. Yeah. After that, I sort of spaced out, but that was a point that she made. All right, fair enough. Um, so yeah, the um, Mirai obviously and Momo did some good stuff because it's Mirai and Momo, and generally, like just the pace of the match was really good. A lot of really good teamwork, a lot of you know good combos. What makes a good tag match? Just put it all in there. Like it was, it was a great match and a really solid main event for this show. I would put the QQ DDM match above it just for you know Tammy and Siri being there, obviously, and they're fantastic wrestlers and you, you know uh, Saya and Poi doing some really cool stuff. So that's the only reason that was above this, uh, but this was still a really good match. And this ended with Asaki hitting the revival on Tekla to, to pin Tekla. And she challenged for the SWA title after. So that is Ooh. first defense for Tekla. Maybe that was the reference. Was that kid was talking about SWA about for Asaki? Because Saki didn't say a word yeah. <laughs> in the promo. Well, she did say SWA. I think that was Saki that said that. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, like the... Saki also said she's, she, she ate Uber Eats. Yeah, dude, Saki is relatable queen. Like, we, we stand. Because <laughs> everybody's yes. like, oh, yeah, we go to, like, all these places, and we eat some of the local cuisine, and it's really nice. And she was like, I ordered McDonald's and got it delivered. And I was like, you go, And then girl. she did TikToks. Amazing. I love it. TikToks have been, have been bangers lately, I'm going to be honest. I, really? I've seen them on my, on my F. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great stuff. Great stuff. Everybody yeah, should check them out. Any, any big Saki head. Uh, should should go check them out. That's pretty good. I know yeah. there's at least two of you. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was mean. She's actually really popular. She's really popular with the with the Western fans, especially. But yeah, could have just shout out JPQ. I mean, he's the he's the biggest Saki fan. He is a big Saki fan. Yeah, good for him. You know, good for him. Um. So anyway, that is the show to review. Uh, as you can tell by the low effort, the, it really wasn't anything to dig into too much. Like, yeah, not it, really. It was a show that happened. Uh, as a lot of these shows are, you know, kind of becoming. Uh, but this weekend, Stardom has two shows for us to preview. Uh, the first of which is on the 12th of February. This is Stardom Cinderella Journey 2022 in Osaka. Uh, it's in the Edion Arena number two, the, the smaller part. And in the opener, we have quite the interesting match. It is Saya Kamatani versus Momo Kogo. Oh. Hmm. Oh, this is gonna be bits. This is gonna be great. Oh man, they're gonna do. They're just gonna do jokes about Kyrie, and it's gonna be great. Oh, dude, yeah, <laughs> that's gas. All right. Um, let's see, the match after that. Also, then... Momokogo comes out with that fucking like that like not a megaphone. When you brought it up, I thought it was like an actual megaphone. It's just like a cone that she yells out of for fun. Yes. So like I like she just comes out with that like every match. I thought that was like a special thing for that one tag match. No, she brought it out with Azuki for what it, like she, I don't know. I just found that funny. Fair enough. Um, so the the match after that then is Micah and Himeka of Don and Del Mondo versus Mina Shirakawa and Wakaskama of the Cosmic Angels. Uh, presumably, Micah and Himeka will win there. Of course. No L's for my Hime. Of course. 
the next match then is the stars team of Maya Uwatani, Hanan, Koguma, and Hazuki versus the Ueda Tai team of Saki Kashima, Raka, Starlight Kid, and Momo Watanabe. Uh, given this seems to be one of those tours where Ueda Tai might be getting some wins, I could see them getting the W here. Uh, maybe Saki rolling somebody up. Yeah, who? Maybe a Hanan loss. That sucks. Yeah, I could see that. She could get rolled up by Saki. It'd be fine. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the match after that, then, and this looks really good. This is uh, Siri and Natsupoi of Donna Del Mondo versus Azumi and Utami Hashishta of Queen's Quest. Uh, it's definitely going to a draw, of course, but it is unfortunate. Uh, but it is a really good match on paper. Yeah, yeah I feel like uh, Utami and Azumi. Maybe it's not so much in these like draws, like these duo draws at least. But when they go at a high at a high pace. Um, they are like unlike any other team in the company. They're so good together. Um, and obviously Shuri is Shuri, and Natsupoi is Natsupoi. Um, I think this could be really good as long as they don't pair off too much, where it's like just two singles matches, which I don't think they will because neither of them are building to a singles match together. But as long as it's not like you know six minutes of Azumi versus Natsupoi, then six minutes of Utami versus Shuri, mm. and then two minutes of, like as long as they don't section it off like they do sometimes, I think this could be a really great tag match. So I think that's the downfall of a lot of Utami Azumi tag matches, that they're just singles matches layered, and it's not as fun. Fair enough. Um, the main event then of this show is, uh, stop me if you've heard this one before, it is the Donna Del Mondo team of Julia, Tekla, and Mirai versus the hmm. Cosmic Angels trio of Tam Nakano, Unagi Saka, and Mai Sakurai. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's... You sounded like a name swiper remember swiper <laughs> swiper no swiper, he sounded yes. exactly like him there <laughs> as as a big uh, actually i think that might be where it's from um, <laughs> just like just like yeah like just like subconsciously uh, i was a big dora guy growing up i was actually Fair. boots i actually choked on a banana because i thought it was boots and i was like fucking <laughs> like yeah my grandpa had to save my life i was like four and yeah i was like jumping around eating a banana and i started choking and he saved my life it was, it was a good time it wasn't a good time actually it was a terrible time uh, I remember crying for like hours after that, but that is what happened. It's such a dope. Because I thought I was boots. Yeah. Not Swiper sure. no swiping. You thought you were the monkey. I thought I was the monkey. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, my sister was Dora, so I was. Even though she wasn't, she's we're not Mexican. Like she, she's Dora, so I was the monkey. Yeah, I was. I was boots. Come on, that's how it works. All right. Okay. Um. Next show to preview uh, <laughs> was on this on the thirteenth of February. This is at the KBS Hall in Kyoto. Uh, the opener of this show is the Stars team of Hanan and Hazuki versus the Cosmic Angels duo of Mai Sakurai and Waka Skiyama. Yay! Yeah. St- stars dubs. Let's go. I'm, of I'm course, happy. definitely stars dub. Um, match after that then is the Donadon Mondo team again. Stop me if you've heard this. The Donna Del Mondo team of Julia, <laughs> Micah, and Mirai versus the Cosmic Angels. It's Tam oh, Nakano, yes. Unagisaka, and Mina Shirakawa. Are they building to something that I don't know about? No. It's, well, oh, I okay. guess... Wait, is it Kozen? No. No, there's not, not building to anything. Okay. This is probably going to a draw. I feel like that would be the match that would... <laughs> 
be a draw um, out of everything on the show. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Got to gotta get that 15-minute draw in there. Um, the match after that, then, is the Queen's Quest team of Azumi, Utami Haishishita, and Saya Kamatani versus Raka, Starlight Kid, and Momo Watanabe. Uh, Queen's Quest, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Raka yeah. is there, so yeah. Yeah. You know, I feel like at some point, uh, Queen's Quest should just be like, you know what, we want, we want the artist belts. Just give, just give me a belt, please. I'm, I like Utami and Azumi. Like after a few months, they'll be like, we, ju- we just need, please give, please give us the belts, please give us the belts. <laughs> and it would make sense because they're, you know, Utami, Saya, and Uzumi. Like, why wouldn't they have the belts? That's true. I agree. Um. Match after that then is the Don Del Mondo team of Siri, Himeka, and Natsupoi versus Mayu Utani, Koguma, and Momo Kogo of Stars. Uh, that's probably a DDM Ooh. win. Yeah, for sure. But sounds pretty good. It does indeed, yes. Uh Koguma and Himeka doing bits. Yeah, maybe maybe Jumbo beats Koguma, because I know that they kind of have a running theme. Like they do that quite mm-hmm. often. But also they might have paid it off with the roll up at the last show. We'll have to wait and see. I think DDM wins anyway. Yes, that's true. Uh, The main event of this show then is the SWA Championship match. It is Tekla defending against Saki Kashima. So uh, they didn't wait long to get that out of the way. And uh, Tekla's winning. I mean, she's not not losing to Saki. Yeah, no, there's there's no way. Um, And that's a good good defense for Tekla. I hope it's a good match. Um, They had a singles match that we were both excited for, that kind of was bad um, a few weeks ago, I want to say. How, how long ago was Saki? that? Was that my match guide? Yeah, Tekla and Saki. Oh, I don't know. Let me look this up, because I know for a fact it happened. Because I was actually, yeah, I was, I was excited for it, and I was like, oh, wow, that was not good. Huh. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, the January 9th show. In Corkin. Yeah, in Corkin. It was not good, yes. At least in my opinion. Obviously, if you liked it, you could like it all you want. But I, yeah. I just thought it was meh when I watched it. Well, it's it's got a six on cage match, which is good. That's higher than I was I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah, like that's generally the range for okay. Yeah, that was that was fun, or that was good. So maybe I'm just stupid. I'm sure they'll step it up. I mean, that was in the opener, whereas you know this is that's a pile true. match. Yeah. No, I, I I I don't say that to discredit them. I think they can definitely have a great match, but uh, you know. Harnessing my hopes and all that. Fair enough. Um, that is that show, though. Uh, Dylan, we might be done. <laughs> it's been 50 minutes, Alex. I know, but there's just... I don't know. <laughs> we flapped on about the, the new blood thing for as long as we could, and that was it. Like That was my that was my talking point for the show. So, um, yeah. yeah. Do you want to talk about Kyrie? Because we could talk about Kyrie. We are not talking about Kyrie. Okay, do you want to talk about Riho? No. <laughs> okay, no. that either. Okay. Because that's the only other possible... Because uh, if, if y'all didn't hear or didn't see, um, Riho is back in Japan, and there has been a little bit of speculation she might be coming back to stardom for a bit uh, because AEW contracts are expiring, the original ones, and she signed an original contract. Though she didn't. Because she actually signed a five-match contract on her first mm. go 
and then she signed a contract. So her contract actually doesn't expire for a couple months, I don't think, um, if not like, you know, a year. So I, I'm not sure about all of that, but she was hanging out with uh, Utami, her love, and Azumi, her rival. Um, and so people were like, huh, maybe maybe she's the, she's the, you know, mysterious stranger. But I don't think that the mysterious stranger would be hanging out with Queen's Quest. So just for continuity's sake. So I don't think it's her. Um, yeah. But I would be happy with Rio back in stardom. Um, I might be the only one, but I look back very fondly on her run. Um, after she dropped the high speed belt, I thought she was killing it basically every show with her, her comedy stuff and her just, you know, normal, like just tag stuff. She aided in making a lot of matches good. So if Rio does ever come back to stardom, I'm not saying that she is the mysterious stranger, I doubt it. But if she does, I would be very here for it. How about you? Um, yeah. I mean, we said it when she left the first time. But her run was kind of, it was, it didn't meet expectations because she was coming off of the Gato Move stint and she had just kind of debuted in AW. So there was a lot of hype around her. And obviously she won the high speed belt. So people were, you know, expecting this like amazing high speed title reign from her. And that never really panned out for various reasons. But she did have quite a lot of good showings during her time in stardom. I mean, I don't think most people remember it, but remember the uh, the her and Kid challenging for the tag belts? Like, that was really good. It was, yeah, it was um, a great all, of, all of her six women yeah, were great. Yeah, there were a lot of uh, trios matches that were really good. One of my... One of my favorite matches of all time, and this is like it's a very random match, but I remember it because it was the match that Hazuki announced her retirement right after. It was Riho, Mayu, and Saki against three members of Uedo Tai. I think it was just the original uh, mm. Kagetsu, Natsu, and Hazuki. And that match, for no reason, was just incredible. Like it had all of the, like the, the comedic bits were down, all of the athleticism was great, Rio was on her game, everybody else was on her great game. And I just remember that that's like damn, Rio was just like randomly in a lot of like the great matches that you remember from like that late twenty nineteen era. Um especially when it wasn't like it related with like high speed stuff and singles matches because she couldn't really take any pins at that point. Um and then a year later you look at Color Me Pop, she was one of the best comedy uh acts in the company before she left. Um I, I I really do look back fondly on Rio's time in, in stardom and you know, if if AEW aren't ever gonna book her again because she already challenged Brit, uh I would love it if she if she found a home in stardom once again. Yes, no she'd she'd be great. I, I do not think that's her. Um <laughs> but No, it's it's obviously not her, but because yeah, I mean it brought up the prospect. Yeah, but the the thing is, if it was her, Saya's reaction wouldn't have been, "Oh wow, what?" It would have been, "Stay away from She'd my woman." She'd be very angry. Yeah, it would, yeah, it would exactly. Be a lot more aggressive. So uh, I, I don't history think there. Her. Yeah, it's definitely Kyrie. So uh, you want to talk about Kyrie? No, I don't want to get my hopes up about Kyrie. I've said this from the start. Like, I just, I don't want to believe it's her. You know, I don't want to. Okay, do then that who do myself. you who do you think it is? I don't know. I don't really know As who it right is. Now. Like it could be anybody. It's it's stardom. That's that's the buzz they're on. But um, like it's most likely Kyrie. But I don't want to admit that because even our recording thingy wants nothing to do with Kyrie talk. <laughs> what do you mean, Kyrie? Kyrie, Kyrie coming back is gonna be huge. What's what's her first feud? You think? Do you? I think, I think that she challenges Saya for the wipeout. Dylan, it's not Kyrie. We're not. I'm not. 
we've dragged this on long enough. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, this was this was terrible. I don't know why you were listening. It was, it was a bad episode. <laughs> like, I have no idea why anybody would listen to this one. Uh, Stardom didn't give us a lot to to work with, and you you can tell. So um, thanks for listening. Next week will be better because there's five shows to talk about, so we will <laughs> be uh, jam packing everything into there. Uh, but yeah, so thanks for listening. Uh, come back next week when we review the Osaka show from this weekend and hopefully the Kyoto Hall show. And then we'll also be previewing the Stardom Corkin with DDM versus Prominence and the pay per view, which is on a Wednesday. So, oh, yeah, fun, definitely. So, um, yeah, with that, we should close the show. Yeah, we should. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, also, yeah, VTG will be out sometime soon. Uh, it's it's kind of delayed slightly because we got access to a, a show that is very important, so we should watch that, and we will talk about it there. So um, keep your eyes peeled for VTG. But with that, if you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Leave today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ijo. Ijo. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.